This is Keith McMahon, and you are listening to Doxology Matters, where we desire to help Christians think deeply about God's Word as we praise Him. This is a special edition of this podcast, where today we hope to offer you a word of encouragement. We could all use a word of encouragement. If you were to ask me, what are you afraid of? I would say, bees and wasps. I don't know why, they just scare me. You never know where they're going to be. They might come out of the left field, they might come out of right field and sting you. What are you afraid of? Spiders? Maybe it's heights. Maybe it's losing your job or COVID. Or maybe it's the current political climate with the approaching elections coming next Tuesday. Well, right now I'm in the middle of a quarantine, not knowing if I have COVID or not. I definitely feel sick, but waiting on a diagnosis. Well, we all struggle with fear, and you could just take just a very quick moment and look at your life and think about um, what fears you may have. We've all been in a place where we struggle with fear, but you know, our great God knows this and cares for us. Let's just take a moment and look at Psalm 46 for today's word of encouragement. Psalm 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Well, who is God? Our God is holy, gracious, merciful, loving, immutable, omnipotent, omniscient. He is just. He is sovereign. We serve a great God. We see in this text that this God is our refuge. He is a place to go to for protection. We can go to our great God for a quiet place of refuge. Psalm 61, 3 says, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. We also see that he is our strength. God gives us strength in tough times when we feel that like there's no way out or no way up. Or maybe it's hard for us to get out of bed because we just feel like we can't face the day. Well, I'm sure you can remember a time, maybe even yesterday, where you knew specifically uh, of God's strength to you. Jeremiah 16, 19a says, O Lord, my strength and my stronghold, my refuge in the day of trouble. We also see He is our present help. He is our present help. The Lord is helping us, helping you this very moment as He is sustaining you with grace. His help is always present. What are some times in your life when this truth was very real to you? How was your life transformed in and in the future, after it? The Lord is our present help. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in time of trouble. We can see in this passage more. Verse 2, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Do you find yourself riddled with fear when calamities come? Down south now they are facing yet another storm that is approaching the shore. We ourselves have seen some troubling things in this world of late. And the Lord cares for his own, and his sovereignty cannot be thwarted. The psalmist exhorts us to not fear when the worst of calamities come. Trust in God. Verse 4, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. 
God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. Well, the people of God are the city of God. The river is a metaphor of blessing and restoration. The living water of Christ is in the midst of her, and she shall not be moved. Verse 6 and 7 encourage us to stand in awe of God's power. Verse 6 says, The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord is all-powerful. He speaks and mighty things happen. Think about Genesis chapter 1 where he creates creation out of nothing. There is no one like our God. God is over creation in our trials and he has not abandoned you, dear friend. We see in verse 7, we can stand in all of God's power in his presence. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Just as we serve a transcendent God, we serve a God who has come to dwell among us. God is with us, Emmanuel. Verse 8 in this text says, Come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. We can behold the works of the Lord as we think about all of redemptive history as we see in the scriptures. He created the heavens and the earth. He created both day and night. He parted the Red Sea. He turned water into wine in John chapter 2. He gave and gives sights to the blind. He holds all things together, Colossians 1, 15 through 20. Great are the works of the Lord. Studied by all who delight in him, in them. Psalm one eleven two, Psalm ninety two five. How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. We could spend podcast episode, podcast episode, podcast episode on just talking about how great God is. And we could look in our life this past year, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, and recount all the ways that we have seen the greatness of God, we can say with Mary, with Mary in the Magnificat, He has done great things for me. He is a great God. Well, verse 10a says, Be still and know that I am God. We see this exhortation that is easily read and harder to apply. We must turn down the volume on the things of life and turn up the volume on the things of the Lord. Maybe it's watching the news a little less. Maybe it's turning your attention away from the things that make you nervous or make you feel afraid. And turning your eyes to the scriptures, to the rock of Jesus Christ, to commune with him in prayer, to think deeply about his faithfulness. Pursue him. We read in James that if you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. Praise be to God for that. We can count on him. John Piper, a great preacher, a theologian, says one of the reasons we invest our lives in some insignificant ways is that we never become still enough to let the great realities hit us. One of the reasons we invest our lives in some insignificant ways is that we never become still enough to let the great realities hit us. The psalmist here exhorts us, be still before him. You will not be disappointed. Verse 10b, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. 
Our God will be exalted. This is his unshakable plan. God wants us to trust him in our circumstances so that he might receive glory. Verse 11, as we come to a close in this passage, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Dear brother and sister, as you're listening, I don't know what you're going through. The Lord knows deeply. You may be battling cancer. Your children may not be walking with the Lord, and your prayer is for them too, and you feel afraid about their salvation or where they are in their life right now. Or maybe you feel like you're, there's no way out in the financial hole that you're in. Or maybe uh, you're facing a trial of a different kind. Brother and sister, know this. God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. Thanks for listening.